0: This very special bonus episode of I Doubt It with Dallimore has been brought to you by listeners just like you. Our generous PayPal and Patreon supporters from all across the globe make extra content like this possible. Your loyalty, dedication, and generosity are welcome and appreciated greatly. Thank you all for doing your part to move the conversation forward.
1: All right, welcome to the show and thank you for joining us on this very special, very special bonus episode of I Doubt It With Dollamore. I am your host, Jesse Dollamore, and sitting across from me, as always, a lady of punctuality <laughs> and extreme genius, Brittany Page. Also a survivor. You are a survivor. We're both I survivors. Don't
0: survivor. <laughs> na, na, na.
1: I don't know the rest. <laughs>
0: wow. Look at you, the yeah. destiny's child. Yeah.
1: So, this episode as you well know already because you've looked at the title in your 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 podcast feeder, iTunes or wherever. Yeah, you know, I never mentioned that we're on Google Play now. Oh. Google Play Music.
0: Nice. If you're an
1: Android user, do a little little advertisement right now for for <laughs> Google. Uh, if you're an Android user, you can you can find us on Google Play Music. So I get I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we are survivors. Yesterday afternoon, the lovely and talented, scholarly and wonderful Brittany Page and I took our our day, and I, I rustled up some extra recording equipment. Um, and I don't know how to use it and soon you'll, you'll learn the, (laughs) the results of my ignorance, (laughs) but, uh, Donald Trump was in town. Yes. Not just nearby. We didn't have to drive to LA or anything. I mean, he was in town. He was right here within just a few miles
0: yeah, we took a lift over there so we didn't have to deal with the parking situation.
1: Which was... Insane. A shit show.
0: Yeah, it happened at the OC Fairgrounds and he was to perform or to appear, I guess. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> a little Freudian slip there.
0: Um, at the Pacific Amphitheater. And Donald Trump's been talking about how there were 31,000 people that were at this event. That's right. Uh, and then thousands turned away as well. But that is exceeding the capacity of the Pacific Amphitheater.
1: By a lot. Well, the, the amphitheater, they just remodeled the thing. And its it only seats 8,500 people. And then the Orange County Sheriff's Department has said that about 3,000 people who wanted in got turned away. Mm-hmm. So it's about, well, it's less than half of what he's saying even attended were even there. And we can verify, having been there, that those numbers sound about right. There was about eleven, ten or 11,000 people there.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know how many people were there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at that kind of thing.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Just in the same vein that you're not good at parallel parking?
0: Oh! (laughs) You know what? Sometimes I'm okay at parallel parking, so how dare you, sir?
1: You mean when I do it, you're real good at it?
0: Anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, well, let's let's do this, break this down kind of like we do our debate episodes. Um, takeaways. Rather than just go through chronologically what we did, l- let's first say, here's what happened. I borrowed a Zoom recorder, digital recorder, and it turns out you should read the manual before <laughs> you just jump right into using it because I got a half hour of pretty decent audio, mm-hmm. and then I... With my big, fat, goofy fingers, (laughs) I fumble-fucked the buttons on the front. You sure did. And it switched to a different microphone setting. Well, it switched to the main microphones on top rather than the microphone I had plugged in that I was holding. Right. So, a lot of some awesome stuff got lost. It's a bummer, but Brittany, trusty, loyal, planning ahead. Trusty. (laughs) <laughs> Planning Ahead Awesome Brittany was videoing, live streaming on on, on Facebook. I sure was. Almost oh. everything. So a lot of this audio you're going to hear is, is a result of her being prepared and awesome.
0: Right. Well, and unfortunately, the signal wasn't very strong when I was doing the live feed for Facebook, so it kept going in and out. But luckily, we were able to save a lot of the audio because I think I filmed about 40 minutes of live footage at right. the Donald Trump rally.
1: But rest assured... Uh, audience this will not be our first rally when bernie comes to town we're going to do that when clinton if she doesn't really do rallies but any event that she's at we're going to go there if they're in the general greater los angeles area i don't know why i said los angeles but if they're in the, the greater la area we're going to be attending and i am certain that donald trump will be back and all of the mistakes i made and there were many <laughs> at this particular event I have learned from, and we will build on that.
0: Well, we also... We didn't know he was here until a couple hours before he was here. We
1: really really were scrambling.
0: So I heard that people from the radio station I was listening to were going to be there. And I called Jesse. I said, hey, he's going to be here like two miles away. (laughs) We need to go.
1: So we, you know, called the lift and got over there. So... Go ahead. Start with your your takeaways, I guess.
0: So I would say most of the people were obviously Donald Trump supporters. (laughs) The protesters, I think Orange County Democrats were there, but they were across the street. So we didn't even see them until we were leaving and crossing the street because they were so far away from the actual event. And I don't know why that is.
1: But, I think just to keep tensions down, probably.
0: Yes. But there were people that were mixing it up with the Trump supporters. Yeah. And most people were respectful. I will say that. But sure. there there were many, many people who were not. And on both sides. On both sides. And we were doing interviews. You were interviewing people. And there were many times where you would be speaking to someone having just a one on one interview with this person and someone from the Trump supporter line would start getting extremely hostile and yelling things and like walking for prison, something like this. That's one guy walking near to where the interview was being conducted and just yelling something aggressively. Right. So that happened pretty often.
1: It is odd to me that the Trump camp yells and screams about the protesters and about the freedom of speech and shutting down Donald Trump's freedom of speech. And then in the same breath, they are trying to stifle someone else from speaking by yelling and trying to interrupt. It's shitty.
0: Right. And then I filmed a pretty good video of a a fight going on. Oh yeah. Between between a not a
1: physical altercation, but two gentlemen who are in each other's faces.
0: Yeah, they were touching. Yeah, they were yeah. touching. Um they were in each other's faces. It was really aggressive. And what kind of prompted it was the protester brought in a Mexican flag and And then the Trump supporter brought in an American flag and they were holding these flags and kind of going at it like a standoff
1: of flags. Yes.
0: (laughs) And then they got a little more aggressive and started, you know, cussing and getting in each other's faces. And it was pretty aggressive. And I stayed in the circle filming for as long as I could before I got a little right, concerned right. that my phone was going to get smashed. So then I backed out. But that's on the Facebook page right now. So we posted photos and videos to the Facebook page so you can go and see and get a little flavor for what it was like.
1: Yeah, if you haven't already liked the Facebook page, for, for you new listeners, go and like the Facebook page. There's a ton of good content there. We post a lot of pictures from the day. And then also, of course, like Brittany just mentioned, the videos... And they're also on YouTube. And I don't know, should we tackle that now? The comments on YouTube? Just how... how I mean, listen, I understand that the internet gives a certain level... Well, a a certain level of anonymity allows for a certain level of bravery.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or just buffoonery. Mm -hmm. And there are some hateful, hateful comments that yeah you, if you're the type that likes to go down the rabbit hole of comment sections the 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 link for the video on YouTube will be in the show notes so go check that out but if you haven't liked the Facebook page go do that now we would love to have you there we we do a lot of talking with fans we do a lot of um interacting so wh- why not i guess <laughs> also before we get really going here and play some of these clips 657-464-7609 if you'd like to leave us a fewer than three-minute voicemail, that is where you do it. Also, you can email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at So, when we arrived... We were dropped off on the side of the road by the lift because the cars, there was, you know, a a quarter mile long line of cars.
0: You know, that was actually kind of funny, too, because the lift driver said, hey, what's going on here? There's a lot of cars here. And I said, oh, it's the Trump rally. And you should have seen the look on his face. Yeah. He was thinking... Who in the hell did I just pick up?
1: Well, he was a Muslim guy, too, so he's even, like, he's afraid.
0: <laughs> he he was not happy. And and then I said, it's okay. We're just going there to interview people. We are not Trump supporters. Right. And he started laughing hysterically, like, in a very uncomfortable way.
1: Well, I think he realized that he wore on his face what he was trying to conceal. Yeah. Which was horror. Yes. <laughs> so we got there. We walked the, the long line. To the entrance, because that's where we we generally congregated. That's where the media was. Mm-hmm. And any time you get a group of people like this, you're going to get your, what I lovingly and affectionately <laughs> refer to as freaks. Uh-huh. People who are trying to be a spectacle. People who want the media's attention. Right. Guys with crazy top hats. Like, legitimate, real Abe Lincoln top hats. Not like the Dr. Seuss, well, although there were some of those, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And... I, I tried to avoid those people. I tried to avoid people who were motioning me over to interview them because those are people with an agenda. Those are people who have something to say. And they. I was looking for the people who are trying to avert their gaze from me and not really wanting to engage. Mm-hmm. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. The other thing we tried to do is get young and old, both protesters and and supporters, and that also... I think we did okay.
0: We also tried to get different ages, did you already say that? And ethnicities as I well. I didn't say that, no. But it was very difficult because probably, you know, 90% of the people there were white people. Yeah. So it, it was somewhat difficult, but we tried to do the best we could in terms of getting a good, even sample.
1: It It is an odd thing. There were, I saw two different gays for Trump. I saw Chinese for Trump, like t-shirts that were made, mm-hmm. Chinese people for Trump. Mm-hmm. There were your your one offs, a couple of groups that were made you scratch your head, right. But all, you know, for the v- vast majority, it was white on white on white. Yes, so let's get started here. Uh, the first couple of guys I talked to in line. Uh, a couple of white guys. We'll give the, demogra- the, the your general demographics each time. They may mention it. I don't remember. But a couple of white guys, young. And um, these were the first people I approached when we got there. All right. We'll stop right here. Are you guys in line? Is this the line? So, yeah. You mind if I ask you a few questions? Um, I might choose to remain silent, but yes. All right. Yes, sir. Um, well, what, what are you doing here?
3: Um, we're here to uh, see a Donald Trump rally, watch him speak, um,
1: and see, see what he has to say. You guys uh, supporters, or are you just kind of here to see the, the show?
3: I'm a supporter. Yeah? Yes.
1: What uh, What are the main... I'm 18. What are the main two things that, that draw you to the Trump campaign or the Trump message?
3: First of all, I like that he's um, non-political. I feel like he speaks his mind. Um, I feel like he doesn't back down from people just because he's um, politically incorrect or something um, unlike the other candidates would uh, like back down. I like, I like his idea of building a wall. I like um, his idea of securing the country and I like I'm really confused by the people that say that he's racist and say that um, that he hates Mexicans or whatever when he's just trying to like trying to create a border and trying to stop illegal immigration. From coming into the country, he never said he hates legal um, immigrants or anything like that. He just wants to stop illegal immigration.
1: What would you say to some of the critics that that have concern or um, voice concern about the comments about killing terrorist families and violating the Geneva Convention and, and certain more outrageous comments like that that he's had to walk back?
3: Um, I think. Um, can you can you repeat that? Your question, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, Trump, uh, several months ago, made some comments that people kind of maligned about murder or taking, um, doing away with terrorist families. And I'm just... In one of the the, um, debates, correct? In one of the Republican debates.
3: Okay, um, I I can't say I agree with that. Honestly, obviously, killing innocent families isn't the right thing to do. Um, As as, um, the President of the United States, I believe his job is to... Um, put the people of the United States um, as a priority. That doesn't mean he, like, we should be killing. Obviously, um, out of self-defense, um, that might have to happen. But like, I don't think um, killing innocent people is ever the correct answer. So um, obviously, there's gonna be some bias against that, and I'm not sure what the correct answer to that is. But I, I just hope if he becomes president, he makes the right decision, and, um, and really like he said he would go by what congress um decides and he doesn't want to make executive decisions like that
1: right on anything to add there friend <laughs> I, I think it's all good there yeah everything he said is pretty much true awesome well thank you guys we appreciate it Thank
0: you. so one improvement that we noticed that we could have here is i could also have a microphone yeah yeah
1: well there's <laughs> two plugs for it
0: <laughs> right because i asked him how old he was there that's why he yeah. he answered his age randomly for no reason
1: <laughs> well here's there's several concerns here um and something that were the running threads we heard several times was he's non-political he speaks his mind mm-hmm. and immigration was something that came up again and again and again and there is this very Prevalent fear, and I'm going to call it a fear, I, they would call it a concern, there's a fear of of immigration, and I, I'm not even going to coin it and say it's only illegal immigration. I think that these people are just generally a massive group of xenophobes. That That's the flavor I got.
0: Right. Well, and I, I also don't think they... No, if we were to ask them questions further about the immigration issue, I don't think they would know well i
1: I, I know you have some stats there, and I want you to read those. I'm assu- do you have stats there?
0: Well, I always have stats
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say to the audience though that you know when I went into this, I wasn't really sure um with which tone i would I would tackle these interviews, and I learned. Later on that I started to kind of push back a little bit, but I kind of wanted to go into it with a more unbiased, maybe journalistic type of approach, which clearly, clearly isn't what we do here on the show. But I didn't want an adversarial kind of a thing. I wanted these people to kind of open up. It did alter a little bit toward the end, but that's what I want. Anyway, so l- let's talk about Well, I how... want to comment on that. All right.
0: Because that is the only way to really hear from these people unfiltered if they feel like you're coming up to them and you're going to challenge them you're going to be aggressive they're just going to shut down or they're going to get aggressive with you and then a productive conversation is not going to happen so it was kind of necessary to take that tone and to approach it in that way
1: yeah well well, um i agree i agree i mean there were times (laughs) no there were times that i that i did push a little bit um only when they were being just crazy illogical and we'll we'll get to all of that anyway let's get to how the audience the, the the group of people waiting in line they weren't an audience yet they were woefully uninformed i mean every single trump supporter we talked to brought up immigration being just clueless to the actual data
0: So just a few of those points that I want to make is that there were 11.3 million unauthorized immigrants in the U.S. in 2014, and that population has remained essentially stable for five years. And it presently makes up 3.5% of the nation's population. So they're acting like this is a growing problem. It's getting worse. Something needs to happen.
1: Well, the problem is, is their dear leader, he quotes numbers like, well, the, the, some people say, so, you know, he always does the whole some people say, mm-hmm. well, some people are saying like that fucking matters. But he claims that there are up to 34 million undocumented immigrants in the country, which is, you know, just just under 10 percent, which is just factually incorrect right i mean the numbers we're quoting are from from pew research
0: right and pew also says that mexicans make up about half of all unauthorized immigrants 49 percent. though their numbers have been declining in recent years but if you were to ask these people well well what percentage do you think are mexicans they would be like oh you know like 95 i mean what would <laughs> right, they say Right, right because right. they don't know that people are immigrating from other countries as well yeah they're coming here from other places absolutely
1: so our search for interviewees continued. And I went from Trump supporter and I kind of wanted to start start alternating. So the next guy that I walked up to was a dude who I figured that guy looks kind of hippie-ish. He's got a long beard. His his partner, his girlfriend, has like a namaste. I don't know the, it's like a you know what I'm talking about. The symbol. I always think it's like yoga symbol, like a like Namaste or, you know, whatever the I'm
0: Googling Namaste symbol.
1: You know what I mean? I'm, I am bet you it comes up anyway. She had like a hippie shirt on. And I'm thinking there's no goddamn way those two are Trump supporters.
0: It kind of looks like a heart with a little thing on the end. Yeah. And looks... then a little dot and a line.
1: Yeah. Well, goddamn! You just—that's—you could have just described my name. <laughs> You're going to talk about my my handwriting, but I mean, yes, I think that's it. It looks kind of like Arabic, kind of maybe like a like a chi- if you could combine Chinese and Arabic into one thing, that's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. All right, now. we're
1: wasting a lot of time on the namaste symbol. <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, I did not peg them for Donald Trump supporters. My own bias, my own prejudice kicked in, so I thought, let's approach them. You mind if I ask you guys some questions? I, I, I did you just register to vote? Oh, petition. Are you guys, uh, are you guys Donald Trump supporters here to, to support? What, uh, what brought you out?
3: Here. Yeah. Just close by. It was the yeah. first first rally in
1: California. Are you? Are you new to supporting Donald Trump, or have you been like right when he came on the scene, jumping on the on the Trump bandwagon, the Trump train, as it were? Yeah, um, I supported him since I saw him on the Alex Jones show. I don't. Does he does he do a lot of a lot of spots with Alex Jones? He's only done one, and it was uh, maybe five months ago. Is that do you do you have a political persuasion that you you lean toward one way or the other? Party-wise, yeah, um, yeah.
3: I've never really thought about it in, until this election. So, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about what separates Democrats, uh, sure. Republicans, all that stuff. I just, um, yeah. So, I, I would say no. Although, from hearing other people talk about it, I guess I would say I would lean more
1: towards Libertarian. Yeah. Are you politically politically active usually, or is this you kind of really getting you involved?
3: Yeah, no, I've never done anything like this. So. Awesome.
1: Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. So here's the deal here that gives me pause. <laughs> well, one, that he's a fucking Alex Jones weirdo.
0: That was a really exciting interview. Alex Jones.
1: <laughs> well, Brittany's being hateful. Uh, Alex Jones, for those of you who don't know, is a guy who is a 9-11 truther. He also believes that this latest Lemonade, this latest album of Beyonce... Is her um revealing to the world that she is in partnership with the CIA as a, an Illuminati figure. Mm-hmm. He's he's a wild, wacky conspiracy. Every every single school shooting that happens is a false flag operation. He believes Sandy Hook did not happen. He is he is a a terrible human being who is misleading millions of people and profiting from his misinformation
0: well he's preying off of the lesser among us the people who yes may not be as educated and you know
1: right or don't really have the critical thinking skills to power through some of his bullshit
0: well and like you heard that guy say he he doesn't even really know what separates a republican from a democrat he does not know
1: that's the scary thing to me is that donald trump is tapping into A completely disaffected voter group that prior to this they weren't even a voter group this guy has never voted in his life i bet he's never been involved and now he's fired up enough to take time out of his day
0: a lot of time
1: drive down find parking futz around with all these other people and go to a donald trump rally and they he's they were in the front of the line Mm -hmm. they were in the first 300 people or so so they were there early right it's that is something that gives me pause that is something that alarms me although donald trump still isn't tapping into a voter base more i mean he has hit his ceiling of you know 30 percent 30 percent support across you know about every demographic all right let's let's move on this is a little later And this is a couple of guys that were decked from head to toe in Donald Trump gear. He had the red Make America Great hat. He had a Donald Trump 2016 that looked like a legitimate campaign shirt, like the Bush quail, those gray shirts. I mean, it was this was legitimate campaign um, paraphernalia regalia, if you will. And I this is the longest conversation I had, and we're probably gonna start and stop this as we go, but we'll just let's play it by ear. Let
2: me ask again, I'm not it.
1: Also, this is where the audio isn't quite as good. There's gonna be a little wind noise. You'll just have to have to, to push through with me and forgive me knowing that next time it will be pristine and crystal clear.
3: Let me ask once, again, you. A, once again, I'm not. Once
2: again, just for the record, I'm not actually a Trump supporter. I'm here to learn about the cultural movement that Trump has. I'm actually more of a technical supporter. So, so you're not
1: a Trump supporter while no. wearing a Donald Trump 2016 shirt and a Make America yeah. Great Again hat.
2: Yep, I'm under investigation, sir. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go undercover. I mean, okay. I really right. do want to understand what people think. Okay, uh, I don't believe in Donald Trump's policy positions, but the cultural movement. There's some aspects I do like, and there's some aspects I really don't like. Um, I'm mostly here just to learn what people think. How old are you? 19.
1: So this will be the first time that you've you've been able to vote. Uh, yes, sir. And. Are your,
2: I'm not going to pigeonhole you because I, but, but your parents, what, what are their leanings? My mother was a far left-leaning liberal growing up. My father was an independent. Uh, since I became a newborn Christian, I my political views have changed based on my, mark, on my uh, his morality. So, being, so being, my
1: being born again, let me ask you that. Being born again, do you buy that Donald Trump, because when he says, oh, I'm, I'm so Christian, I'm and he calls it two Corinthians, not second Corinthians, and he says, Oh, I drink my little wine. I eat my little cracker. He admits to never asking for forgiveness. Are these things that resonate with you in your Christianity?
2: It doesn't resonate with me personally, but I'd like to add that it goes against my faith to claim whether somebody is a man of God or a I, I have no right to judge him. You just said but,
0: that Christians. Catholics Christians. Well, understand. actually,
2: if you were listening, I actually corrected myself. I said the Catholic Church doesn't demis- The ancient Catholic Church didn't demonstrate Christian values throughout the Middle Ages, throughout the Dark Ages. slaughtering people, killing gays. It's against. It's against Christian ideology. Uh, Jesus, when back when back when people were trying to stone a prostitute, Jesus asked everyone to, to drop their stones because they're not worthy to kill another sinner like them. We all have flaws, we all have problems, but
1: that's not, that's, it's, the, the ancient catholic church has done a lot of sin and a lot of wrong,
2: wrong So hang on, I, I wasn't,
1: I wasn't questioning his Christianity. Okay. I'm saying that those statements, do they resonate with you in your deeply held religious convictions? Personally, no. And, and that's okay. I realize that yeah, we're not, we're not electing a Pope, yeah. but
2: Happen. He yeah. still,
1: what he, he is saying flies to. in the face of, of, of you know, thousands oh, of years Bernie of Christian is doctrine.
2: Is is for years forgiveness years. And like oh, most definitely, if you want to go to the fundamental, <laughs> argument of fundamental Christianity, it goes against the scripture. But the scripture also says another place to judge a man on his faith. It doesn't resonate with me as a Christian because voter. Matthew
1: chapter 6 verses 1 through 5. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I believe so. So his faith means less to you maybe than his political positions.
2: Jesse, drop well, like a I said, his, politi- his, political, his political positions aren't necessarily why well, I'm here. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm here to learn about the Trump movement. So did, did you maybe... Uh,
1: what's your name again? Uh, So, did you you think maybe it was just, winning in Rome, you're you're going to be a chameleon, you're safer as a a Trump t-shirt wearer?
2: Um, No, I mean, I just don't want to cause problems, I actually want to learn, I don't want to get in people's faces, I want to see people really think, instead of when they get mad and get triggered, (laughs) get upset at me. Uh, I'm not here to even necessarily argue with people. I'm not so much against Trump supporters as I'm against the progressive left. Honestly, what is it
1: specifically about the progressive left that uh,
2: doesn't sit well with you? The history of buying voters through uh, basically baiting dating demographics and offering uh, entitlements. Uh, what they've done to the African American community over the past 40 years is disgraceful. I think they've used them. I think they've abused Power. I think that they brainwashed a large population, uh, young students, universities.
1: Do you think that uh, the same could be said that the the right has brainwashed a large portion of the population with their particular political ideologies?
2: Oh, absolutely. I think that there's brainwashing everywhere. But progressive left is 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 way stronger than the constitutional right. I mean, if you want to talk about the Republican Party, they're not necessarily a far right wing party. They're more of a centrist party. They cave with Democrats all the time in the Senate. Senate Congress. So if you want to talk about true conservatism or the Republican Party, there's a difference there. Uh, I wouldn't say there's a lot of brainwashing conservatives unless you want to talk to like about like states like Texas and stuff. There's a lot of you know upbringing with, with conservative values culture, but I wouldn't say it's to the degree as uh, you know do like, they liberal propaganda.
1: So I'm gonna stop it right there, real quick, <laughs> because he just said that in Texas they're not quite as brainwashed because they've got their moral center. mm Hmm. Right.
3: hmm
1: Texas, the state that controls what kind of textbooks are distributed nationwide because they've got a stranglehold on that market.
0: Well, that's based that on gives, their moral center. Right,
1: that gives equal time to creationism disguised as intelligent design. I mean, come on. The other thing he said, the terms he's using, I mean, obviously he's biased because he's a conservative Well, he, or a, a, a fundamental Christian.
0: Yes. He was wearing a Make America Great Again hat and a Trump 2016 shirt. And as I was filming, this was during the live Facebook feed. That's why I was making dumb comments that weren't really <laughs> pertaining to the conversation. I was trying to keep the audience entertained that was watching, but... Every time he would say, "I'm not really a Trump supporter," I would zoom in on his hat, zoom in on his shirt.
1: Right, right. Because and these videos again are on the Facebook page.
0: He was wearing the stuff. He right. paid money for that stuff. Right. But then well, he's acting like he's just undercover.
1: But he's 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 maligning, calling it the far the far left progressive. Um, movement and then he's saying the constitutional right right we're the constitute we have you know that's their bible the constitution i mean the audience knows i revere our constitution Mm -hmm. i i do have a lot of respect for our founders i think that they created a magic we have a unique and beautiful thing in america i think even our european listeners our australian listeners would admit to that that we do have a unique thing we have a history that is unique to America it is uniquely american so the kid and i do chalk it up he's a kid but i for, for he struck me as an open vessel who is seeking the truth um he might just you know take a while to get to it let's continue with greg that we're giving to kids you know, in elementary school, middle oh, school, school okay.
2: high school,
3: and...
1: Okay, one last question. Related to Christianity, that aspect of it. And, you know, obviously, you know, know what, what would Jesus do is a question that's asked all the time. It's yeah, kind of a metaphor Jesus, for, see, you know, problem. you should live your life like Christ. Yeah, Paul said that in that Corinthians. What do you think Jesus they, they would they do if he were running the country relative, the relative to immigration, whether it be illegal or not? And these children who are born here, and Donald Trump was pledging to have their their parents... Sent back across the border, leaving the children here to fend for themselves. I mean, what, what, what would you? What do you think Jesus would do? And and a Christian, what what kind of values do you espouse relative to the immigration? So, well, like I said, I'm
2: not here to support Donald Trump. Here to learn, and I don't think Jesus would send uh, parents back without the children. But I do also believe that Jesus would do things about the border. I'm not sure. I can't speak for God, but I do believe that He wouldn't subject certain people to the dangers that having an open border would have. Now, on that. No, I would like to also add that the legal immigration system should be better. I think it's way too hard to become an American citizen. I think we have a lot of people who are proud of our country who deserve to come here and contribute to our society. I think that all the cultures around the world have something great to offer us because we are a melting pot of cultures. But the issue with immigration is a hard one. I just don't agree with the open border policy that the left has to offer, and I'm not sure. Like I said, I can't speak for Jesus, but I think there is a middle ground that we can both reach. That's awesome.
1: Greg, Greg you said, right? Yes, sir. This is Greg, uh, someone who I'm confident, Will not end up being a Trump vote. <laughs> he's too smart. He's, 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 I mean, obviously, I think you're uh, you're a little off base on some things, but you're, you're a thinker And I appreciate
2: that. Yeah. Have a great day. Good luck.
0: Well, and I do want to say that compared to many other people that you stop and talk to, Greg was an eloquent speaker.
1: Super. And also, listen, even if he wasn't eloquent, he was respectful. Yeah, he was I think respectful. he was really making an effort to be respectful, calling me sir. What I, what what are you talking about, sir?
0: Well <laughs> you did have a blazer on. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't
1: know if that makes you a sir. <laughs> Donald Trump wears a suit everywhere he goes, and I'm not calling that jackass sir.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> but maybe maybe eloquent isn't the word I'm looking for, but it's difficult to have a mic in your face and and be asked questions for sure and respond to those questions based on what you believe and what you think it's a difficult thing to do and he did it in a way that i think was unique in terms of in comparison to the other people that we talked to
1: right so this next one is a very brief a very brief conversation with a lady named genevieve who is a middle-aged latina she was holding a big old sign. I may have read it on the in the clip, I'm not sure. I don't remember off the top of my head what it was, but she was anti-Trump. And I'm not even sure if in this clip, because it is short because it was taken from the video and the video failed because there's terrible signal at the OC Fairgrounds. But people surrounding us were screaming all kinds of things to try to shut her down while answering my questions. Hi. You mind if I ask you a few questions?
2: Sure. Uh, what's your name? Genevieve
1: Beezard. Did you drive far to come, or are you local in Orange County? I'm local. So I see your sign. Say aloud loud, say a proud. No to Trump. Um, other I than mean, the obvious, what brought you out?
2: To say no to Trump. Uh, to- and Hillary for prison! Oh! Yay! Prison! Oh! Yeah, so there's, you know, people that are just uh, rude. But yeah, I just came out here to voice my opinion.
1: So that is a great example of the kind of thing that was going on. We were there for two, almost three hours, Mm -hmm. and this was happening constantly. Yes. The screaming, the guy, I guess we'll get to him right now. We might as well get to him. The, the guy who constantly, probably on everybody's video, both, you know, Channel 7, the five, Channel 5, everybody was there. And I'm sure they were getting little snippets of this. Hillary for
2: prison!
1: <laughs> Which is a completely different time than when we were talking to Genevieve. When he realized Britney was filming... This is what happened. He turned on a dime from Hillary for Prison guy. Hillary for Prison okay. And he turned into this guy. You, guys are no.
2: you have wild parties? No? A party time photo booth where we bring the fun to you. I'm Captain Fiesta. Are you recording this yet? I am. I'm Captain Fiesta Party Time Photo Booth, where we bring the fun to you. Orange County's premier photo booth service. When you want a wild party and you want photos in 14 seconds, call Captain Fiesta. It's Party Time Photo Booth, where we bring the fun to you.
1: So for all of our Orange County and um, Los Angeles, the greater Los Angeles area listeners, if you want this guy, Hillary for prison. To be your photo time, your party time photo booth guy, that's his business, Um, there you have it. And here, actually, here's our reaction, I didn't know I put this here. Here is our reaction immediately in the aftermath of him doing his little commercial on camera.
0: Yes, product placement. Um, He wanted to sell his business after-
3: While screaming
1: Hillary for prison. After yelling Hillary for prison. Goddamn, that is right. It was...
0: Well, that was also a response to a question on the live Facebook feed. People were like, really? <laughs> Did he just do that?
1: <laughs> right. So next up is me talking to an elderly white man. Oh, by the way, everybody we've spoken to, if you're if you're following along at home, <laughs> if you're keeping your tally at home, have been white except for Genevieve. Everybody. Has been white, mm-hmm. and I, I, listen, the audience knows I have enough integrity that I wouldn't skew this. Really, I was anybody who would talk. I actually walked up to a, a group of Hispanics, and they refused. They, I don't know if because there was an English barrier or what, but they weren't. They weren't having it. I don't. They didn't want to talk. I didn't. Again, my my judgment, my picker was off yesterday, so they could have been Trump supporters, but they I,
0: were Trump supporters. Oh, they were. Uh,
1: yeah. Huh. I didn't get that vibe. See, I'm I'm all over the place. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. So, elderly white man wearing a navy hat. Uh, I don't mean old navy like the store. I mean he's an old man with a navy hat. (laughs) He's a veteran.
0: It's an important
1: clarification. And uh, this is how it went down. So I see you're a uh, Navy veteran, or I'm assuming from the hat, you're a Navy veteran. I spent uh, a little over five years in the Marine Corps, so we have Jesse a little sympathico there. Uh, what what brings you out today?
2: Donald
1: Trump. Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any specific policy position that he has that you really jump on? Uh, yeah, between
2: all the uh, bad politicians. Out of office, especially like Hillary Clinton, she's done so many illegal things with her emails and
1: material and stuff. I sent sailors, good sailors, to prison for less. So we went on and talked a little bit, and apparently his background is that he was in intelligence in the Navy, and what he indicated there is he has sent sailors to prison for for divulging less. Classified material than Hillary Clinton has in her emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't challenge the veracity of statements, but I'm not sure I buy that. The conversation continued, and it moved into, of course, immigration.
2: We want this. We want that. We come here to this country, and you just want, want, want. Well, guess what? It don't work that way. All right. I fought think for happened? my country for 30 years. For freedom, not for somebody coming from over from over, over the uh, Rio Grande to get freebies to my country. I'm sorry, but they can all go back.
3: Do you think yeah. it's possible, sir?
2: Sure. Yeah? Yeah, Donald Trump's going to make sure it is, because he's going to get a lot of help. He's for the people. He's a patriot, not a politician. All it takes is a bunch of us retired old fucks to get armed up.
1: That woman you heard? That very lovely woman was either his daughter or his wife, and she was very hateful. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a patriot. He's not a politician. I mean, she was... That was that was pissed off.
0: Yeah, she was also the one who you heard yelling in the background of the interview with Genevieve.
1: Oh, right. That's exactly right. She was her.
0: Yeah, so she was yelling hostile things throughout many different interviews that we were having, so.
1: So that was it. At least that was all that was salvageable. There was a couple other conversations. I did talk to a gentleman who had been waving a Mexican flag inside of a very hostile scrum of people and once he kind of got out of there it was kind of interesting because when you would see the cameras and all the people with audio equipment they would run to a certain area you knew that action was happening you need to get over there to see what was happening but uh, i have video of that also on the facebook page and there was a little asian guy who was screaming get that mexican flag out of here that's fucking trash he, I mean, just a lot of hate was going on yeah a lot of anger over shit that There's no need to be angry about if you see a Mexican flag. Mm -hmm. I I, I just don't understand that. It's like if you hear people speaking Spanish in a restaurant, why would you get mad at that or any other language? It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. So we ended up leaving, and I'm glad we did, because like Brittany said, we live close enough that the helicopters and the sirens and the sirens constantly were going on for the better part of the evening, well after midnight.
0: It sounded like The Walking Dead was happening outside our door. Oh,
1: yeah. It was an <laughs> apocalyptic freak show. I mean, they were, they were probably, and I want to be conservative about it, there were probably at least five helicopters in the air at all times. Yes. W- both media and then also a police presence. Mm-hmm. The The police did a very good job. They kept their distance while the people were in line. Uh, Oftentimes, uh, police will exacerbate tension rather than calm it. And they stayed at arm's length. And it's good that they did because at the beginning, during the day, during the daylight, prior to the gates being opened and everybody being let in, or the people who got in being let in, uh, there would have been very little the amount of cops that were there would have been able to do, if that makes any sense at all. There just were so few of them. I was worried that, oh, if shit goes down... This is going to be a bummer.
0: Well, things didn't turn violent, really, until after. That's right. Later evening. later in the night. And so 17 people ended up being arrested. People were smashing a cop car in. Trying uh, to flip
1: it over. I mean, it looked like Ferguson, Missouri.
0: People spray painted a sign at the OC Fairgrounds That's that right. said, you know, F Trump.
1: Yeah, there was, fuck Trump was something that was being written everywhere. Uh, I drove by the fairgrounds this morning. And they had already removed, obviously, the cop car got towed away, Mm -hmm. but they had already cleaned up the graffiti on the OC Fairgrounds sign. So they did a good job, but it was alarming and very disappointing, disappointing on two fronts. The media was really making this look like these were just your run of the mill, politically active, politically aware anti-Trump supporters and that wasn't the case no what I saw was a bunch of punk kids who were opportunists and taking the opportunity to to be dicks that's what I that's my take on it
0: well what was most disappointing for me is that this just adds fuel to the fire for Trump supporters
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Saying, "Well, look at these people." It
1: legitimizes his point of view.
0: Look at these people who are against Trump. They're so irrational. They're committing violence. They're trying to smash in cop cars. They're, you know, writing messages on the OC Fairground sign. I'm not with them. Yeah. I'm against them.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a setback. I mean, it it was definitely a positional ideological setback for the anti-Trump, Never Trump movement. Uh, especially because this isn't the anti-Trump movement of like the Ted Cruz and the Republican Party. This is the, the Bernie Sanders flavor of 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 fuck Trump, and it is a legitimate point of view. It is a legitimate movement, but not when violence and personal property and county municipal property is being destroyed. That's not good. It doesn't further the conversation at all.
0: Especially when there were so many beneficial protesters there
1: who Absolutely. had who
0: had their signs and had meaningful conversations with people. We talked to a guy at length who was very calm and he was debating Trump supporters yeah, you endlessly. Can,
1: you could hear him in the background of a couple or when we were talking to Greg. Yeah. The, the guy decked from head to toe in Trump gear. You could hear this gentleman that Brittany's talking about. In the background, having civil conversation.
0: Right. And he was being civil. And he was going up to Trump supporters and engaging them in conversation. And we asked him, how do you, how do you stay so calm? Where is your patience coming from?
1: From his abuela.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that was awesome. I mean, he was a beautiful example of, right. of what you can do when you go to these things and when you engage people.
1: There was none of the virulent... Vitriolic aggressiveness that you saw from the people in line at the Trump rally. I mean, even as we were walking up and down the crowd uh, with a microphone, they, I guess, pegged us as media, and there were epithets thrown at us because we were, I, I guess, just thought to be a part of the the mainstream media. You know, Trump maligns them at every single speech he gives.
0: Well, we also were asked where someone could get their press pass. <laughs> right. I thought that was pretty right. cool. Like, we look official.
1: Yeah, we, we looked pretty official. I was, you know, stuffed into a sport coat, and Brittany was uh, filming the entire time. Yes. So we had a good time. It's definitely something we're going to do again. We're going to learn from our mistakes, do it better next time. And uh, we want to hear from you again, 657 464 7609. That is where you leave a fewer than three-minute voicemail. You can also email a voice memo from your smartphone to I doubt it at Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. If you'd like to join our growing army of supporters on PayPal or Patreon, you can do so. Just go to dollamore.com, and on the left-hand side of the page, there's a link that says support the show. There you'll find a few different methods to join us in helping move the conversation forward, what we are doing, and by we, I mean Brittany and me and you guys, what we're doing here is important. We are furthering the dialogue, we are making a difference, one show at a time. We love you, we appreciate you, and until next time, for Brittany Page, I am Jesse Dalamore, and this is Ben. I doubt it. Hillary for prison!